Try not to get so much spit on the mic when you deep throat it. So it's you my while mic. You burp. I don't care. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. I'm Sam. And I'm Maggie. This is a podcast where we have been watching the television show Glee. And That's generous. Um <laughs> I for the past month or or two. two. Yeah, that has been sort of the case. Um, because we just don't watch it. Um, because it's been really bad. Yeah, I, as I'm sure we, you yeah. can recall, it's bad. Yeah. Um, which is why like the show was stopped. Right. Exactly. Initially. Yeah. yeah to clarify, so we're talking about the season sixth six episode of, of season six. Yeah, it's like got a sign of the beast sort of like bad <laughs> energy to it at this well, point because we've been putting it off so much, and there's like so much writing on just like we just need to finish it. Right. Like, well, but, and this has been the first barrier. Yeah, I mean the big one, the big thing is I was going to say this episode when it aired had 1.58 million viewers, mm-hmm. which was down from last week's 1.85 million. Yeah, which is just like. No one turned tuned in for this. No, we didn't tune in for it either. Because spoiler, we watched it. Yeah, like two months ago. We did, and we just couldn't because it's so bad. We like, just like just... we just didn't record an episode for it, and <laughs> yeah. then we were like, "Well, I have." Well, I I was like, "Well, I have commitments for grad school," and Sam's like, "Well, I have things I have to get done for work." Yeah, and we were just like. So I guess we're just not going to record. Right. Which Because guess know. what? Glee is bad. Yeah. And like its energy in our lives is sort of annoying right now. Yeah. Um, thankfully, the Jigsaw arc is over. <laughs> yeah, well, um, which is in retrospect, like, it's like, kind of a turning point for the show right. being like a lot worse. Sure. Than the, I, I, it was at the beginning of season six. You but know? I have fond memories of Jigsaw. The yes with the arms raised. Yeah. Um, there are a a lot of great things about Jigsaw. A puppet in the show. I love that, of right. course. Yeah. Um, but like the the way that the recap sort of throws imagery at you, yes. it's like evil. It's like right. it's well, like definitely chaotic and like, whoa, like yeah, why are all there these so many colors and shapes and characters and wild things have happened in just the past like few episodes right that have changed the dynamic of the entire story right because Which, magic exists yes hypnotism is real right sam is evil um but yeah so before we get into all of that we do need to cover our bases of the actual episode information yeah so this is like i said s6 e6 um what the world needs now which spoiler alert means it's 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 the worst episode ever it's not this it's it's absolutely not this i can't tell you what the world does need it's a lot of things but Um, not this but it's not this (laughs) yeah i've seen it and i know it's not yeah (laughs) um this originally aired on february 6th 2015 Mm. and like i said it had 1.58 million viewers um do you got them stats um no about the director you're the and one who does the stats no, no, I'm and gonna... i'm telling you like this this show has requires like so so much more brain you... space than i'd really be willing to give it do you want me to just say because i have it up already yeah go right ahead yeah it was directed by barbara brown who does not have a wikipedia page so who cool. knows and it was written by michael hitchcock Cool, the character yeah. actor or whatever. Yeah, Scarlet Fever. Scarlet Fever. Dalton Roomba. Dalton Roomba. <sighs> Man, names. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So and like we okay, we open the episode. The yeah. recap is wild. Yes. There's just like a lot of imagery that's being thrown out. 
thrown at you. And, like, if you haven't watched Glee in, like, years, I'm sure this would be very disarming. Yes. Um, and, like, just having stopped for, like, a month or two, I'm like, holy shit. Like, yes. what dimension is this when I watch it? Because it's, it's like the wildest shit like oh yeah by the way sam's evil and his hair is dark and oh hypnotism is real right here's sue doing hypnotism right don't forget there was also a puppet where she trapped people in an elevator with a bathroom (laughs) elevator with a bathroom of course because she's a clean stan (laughs) yes what yeah what the fuck y'all and like and then but the best part is that's not even really covered in the recap it's just like six or seven like quick images like flashes of things like Jigsu that remind us oh yeah this the last happening. two episodes were wild yeah but the, what it wants us to know is that Glee is on a good foot because they just won the invitational for no reason except they they won the invitational because basically they manipulated Sue yeah, yeah they they stole Sue's like emotion songs or whatever <laughs> yes. from her Apple co- product her Apple computer yeah and like now suddenly they're, yeah. They can just okay. Now suddenly, the main focus, the main purpose of the Glee Club is motivation right. for these kids. Right. Um. Which how do I motivate these kids? How do I motivate these kids? And the answer that the Glee members come up with is just continuing to do like full on numbers, just about emotion. Right. And like spending the Glee budget that doesn't exist. Like well, the Rachel's whole, footing it. The but like I with the rate with this with the, the Rachel show, show money? money. I guess. But anyway, yeah. So the <laughs> other things that are important, Rachel and Sam have a will they, won't they. Oh, my um, God. Because Sam has been hypnotized by Sue to fall in love with Rachel. Right. And Rachel discovered that she actually likes Sam, too. Um, and then, <laughs> well, she just likes attention. But uh, so then the other one is that um, Santana and Brittany, of course, exist. Yes. Um, but also so does uh, Santana's grandmother, um, who is referred to throughout the episode as Abuela. That's I don't think she has a real name. I think she's just a boy. Her, I, her name is Alma. Elm? She's Alma with A-L-M-A. I'm pretty sure that's the name in Jane the Virgin. That's her name in this show, too. <laughs> is that just her name? It very well could be. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So, we, we realize that's what's going to happen this episode. We have some... some yeah. We open yeah. on a conversation between Sam and Rachel yes. in the McKinley hallway yes. um, where they're like... Some, are we gonna date they're setting or, up a date or something or are we gonna date um <laughs> and rachel um sings never fall in love again is that the name of the song i'll never fall in love again but sure yeah. um and at this point i was like oh yeah weather doesn't exist in lima that's weird because right. like the song was so boring and like <laughs> generic that i was like just thinking about other things yeah like, so just, oh wow well, the window is bright white is it snowing in ohio no Wait, it's just what sunny t- what yeah the, spoilers this is a bird Baccarat episode. Yeah, so, so like all, all the songs, all the are, songs boring. are boring. They're just like what you hear in an elevator yes. or like what you hear in a grocery store at like yes. 4 a.m. when yes. they're just like... Well, not 4 a.m. 4 p.m. They got to <laughs> appeal to their <laughs> to their market. If you hear a grocery yeah. store song at 4 a.m., it's usually worse. Heavy metal. Just yeah. kidding. I don't know. I'm never in grocery stores at that time because I... I don't think they're open. Some are. Yeah. And um, I used to have a, a lot of series of bad dreams where I was like attacked in a grocery store in the middle oh. of the night. Wow. Okay. They anyway. not fun to have. <laughs> um, but at this point I was also like, oh yeah, magic is real. And like yes. really considering what that like implies Meant, for the yeah. universe. Uh, I mean, mostly just I... I I don't know. There's just too much. And, and like, I guess I already knew that because Blaine is a magical creature. Right. 
But, but like, like they never explicitly said that. So yeah. yeah. But so anyway, this song ends up being a duet between Rachel and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, they're singing it as they stroll down the hallways, yeah. and it's like like Maggie was saying, just blasting white light through those windows. Um, just blasting light, and it's like saccharine and boring, yes. and just like. Yeah. I don't care about a romance between either of these characters. Like, no. I'm yeah. bored of this yeah. immediately. We, we get, like, lots of little, like, student couples walking around. We end up on but the, they, like... none of them look like teenagers. No. So they're just, like, walking to, like... What a you, high school, but... It, no, it looks like a shopping mall right, with, they, like, an extras audition happening that day. Because yeah. it's just, like, people. Yeah, because we, we end up in that, like, that weird, like, concrete stairs lunch yeah. area. Yeah. And yeah, but anyway, it's boring. Let's move on. Um, so we get the title card, and then we move to Brittany's bedroom. Yeah, where her parents yes. arrive. Yes. Um. Okay. So can you pull up the Wikipedia page and tell me who the actors are? Sure. Um, it's okay. So they come in. Yes. Let's discuss what this implies for our metafiction that Brittany is an alien. Um, is she still an alien? Her mom does use the phrase got her in an Indiana barn. Yeah, but she also explicitly says that she had sex with, with spoilers. Dr. Stephen Steve- Hawking. Yeah. Because um, this conversation revolves around her parents first telling uh, telling us, oh, the audience, okay. how dumb they are. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Right. Yeah. So her mother is Jennifer Coolidge and her father is Ken Jeong. Yeah. Which Great comedic actors, the pair of them. Yes. And they bounce off each other really well in this scene. Ken Jeong is, like, below average intelligence. That is what... um, Her mom says. That's what her mom says about him. And he's just like, yep, I am not a smart man. And he just sort of, like, repeats what other characters say during this scene, which does, like, imply that he is not smart, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Um, And we find out the truth. Yes. That Pierce... Yeah, well, let's let's wrap back to that in a minute. But yeah, Pierce. Now, Pierce is not Britney's real dad. It's actually right. Stephen Hawking. Yes. There's like a very um I guess a bridge story that her mom tells, being yes. like, Oh, your dad said he was sterile on our honeymoon and I ran off and got drunk and saw small wheels under the bathroom stall and had sex with Stephen Hawking. Right. And that's like pretty much what the show is. That's the dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Um and it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> That's it. So let's talk about Pierce S. Pierce. Well, we don't know his middle name starts with an S, but yes. And so you'll remember, right. you'll remember, Brittany is Brittany S. Pierce because she <laughs> just gets Britney confused Spears. for Brittany Spears. Um, but we find out in this scene, her father is named Pierce, mm-hmm. spelled the exact same way as, as last her last name, name yeah. which means his name is Pierce Pierce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, like the absurdity of it is just... At this point, who's surprised? No, There's a character yeah. named Dalton Roomba. Exactly. That's the thing is they just use this as an opportunity to actually flex some comedic muscles, I guess. <laughs> they, um, they consistently name characters well. It's yes, true. It's, yeah. Um, but, I, and I like these two characters together. Yeah. It's not really the writing that I'm vibing off of. It's right. like their comedic chemistry together. Right, yeah. Because, yeah, Jennifer Coolidge, more probably one of her most famous roles, you know, uh, Legally Blonde, Bend and Snap. She's been in so many things. It's true, she's but that's the, thing, that's the thing I always recognize her from. And She's in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. She is. Um, she's, well, are you? Yeah. Who is she? She's the wife. No, that's Anna Gasteyer. So anyway, okay, but they fall into a similar headspace for me. They're sure. both like white female, uh, like Comedians. character, comed- yeah. like yeah. character actors, and they're great. 
Yeah, I think they're no, great. But the, her parents are good actors, but for our fiction, like who the fuck knows? Like, yeah, um, Brittany. We find could out that Brittany was still? born in an yeah. Indiana barn, right? And like the phrase "got," I got you in an Indiana barn. Like, okay, bar- like that just implies to me very alien activity. Like, sure, co- you know, crop circles. And I, I'm again, I'm pretty crop sure crop circles very, in the Indiana corn. I'm pretty Brittany. sure it's common parlance to be for a mother to describe it as "I got you." I guess this is supposed to be an excuse for why um, Brittany's so smart. Is right, that her dad is Doctor Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Yeah, R.I.P. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um, Brittany announces the engagement to Santana yes. at the end of this conversation, and her parents seem elated. Are jazzed. Yeah, they're yeah. really excited for her, which, which is, is great. It's really awesome. And then we see Rachel and Sam um, both apologizing to each other for blowing off their date. Right. Yeah, so neither of them I guess went. that's what the song was, was them blowing off the date that they I, were I supposedly going to go on. Yeah. They established sure. that they really like each other, though. They yeah. They just have too much going but, on. And, like, Sam has Mercedes. Don't forget. He's that's in love true. with her. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and, and then Rachel, at the end of the conversation, says, bye, love you. Right. And it's like, bitch, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. what is this? interaction yeah. that you're having with this like random dude who is obviously a scrub who is right. evil now you yes. see his haircut it is bad yeah um well don't worry we're gonna we're coming back to this but we moved to the choir room where kurt and rachel introduced the week's theme which as we already said is burt Bacharach. Bert which Kurt describes as like giving an uplifting energy. I guess we get a zoom in on their tiny trophy when yes. Rachel's like, I'm just basking in our first trophy we earned together. And yes. then the camera zooms, like, hands over and zooms in on this tiny ass trophy. It's great. And it, it's just ridiculous. And um, we find out there's five weeks till sectionals, and yes. the reason they're doing Burt Bacharach is because of the uplifting feel will motivate them right. to um, do well at sectionals. Yeah, I assume so. I guess. Mercedes comes in. Yes, Mercedes she, is here. She comes in to flex with yep. her real diamonds and yep. her shaking my head single that she passes out to to some of the students, I guess. Yeah. But didn't she say it was also on iTunes? I don't know. Yeah, and she's here um, to, to be a vocal coach for them. Yeah. Great. Um, then we go from the choir room to the teacher's, teacher's lounge, lounge where she and Rachel have a little gab sesh, Mercedes yes. and Rachel, where, um, Mercedes, okay, she says this, that if gossip were the Olympics, Kurt Hummel would be Mark Spitz. And, yeah, hands and, up. <laughs> so we paused it and Sam was like, who's Mark Spitz? And I was like, I was about to write that in my notes because who the fuck is Mark Spitz? And then you said... Oh, well, if it's an Olympian from the 70s, I'm going to lose my shit. And guess what? Mark Spitz won seven gold medals in the 1972 Summer Olympics. Because of fucking course he did. The first picture I looked at, he's like old. And I was like, oh, yeah. fucking course. No no one who was a 20, 20 or 21-year-old in 2015 yeah. knows who Mark Spitz was. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know who we, they do we know. We both looked at each other and we were just like, Michael Phelps. Michael <laughs> fucking Phelps. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Ryan Murphy? Mark I, Spitz? You yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> well, the, I guess there is maybe... I guess Michael Hitchcock. Well, I guess me. part of it also is maybe, like, maybe Kurt's not good enough at gossip to be Michael Phelps. Ooh. More of a Mark Spitz level. <laughs> anyway. I mean, but, like, who would even know the difference, honestly? No, yeah. And the, it's just... 
such bullshit. Like, just have Mercedes say something normal. Because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. there's no... It's not a joke no. to just, like, say a name that nobody knows. Right. Like, it's not funny. No, yeah, it's not... I mean... We talk about it time and time again because Glee has already conflated these two things way too many times. But like referencing a person from before 1990 does not make it a joke or... It also doesn't make sense for your characters who are supposed to be high schoolers or, in the and, early 2010s. And like, it doesn't appeal you to your audience because none of them, especially, okay, at this point, you know your only core audience is probably like queer folks who are glee stands. invested yeah and the true gleeks you and, could say you know i would i'll i'll give you they might know who some like old hollywood like celebs are but mark but spitz? mark spitz they're not sports people like <laughs> well you're making a generalization but the point stands like this, it's just some bullshit it's stupid writing like yeah. and there's really no point in alienating your audience like well glee, i mean you, are, this, you don't have at, one at this point they've already alienated everyone who won't just <laughs> blindly watch because they have to know what happens yeah so. okay so mercedes um it tells rachel to go for sam yes. because she's seen paris now yes. which is i guess a metaphor for like being over sam or I like don't. being too good for sam or <laughs> something yes. and um then she tells rachel that she has a special audition for rachel on broadway her yes, they, agent got a four or something. We're, we're reestablishing that Rachel's real that, dream that's where Rachel needs is to, to be. be on Broadway. <laughs> Even though she's the one who fucking stuffed it up. Yeah. She is the one who had it and then was well, like, oh, I'm not fulfilled. And then goes yeah. to L.A. and lies to her director and gets fucking blacklisted from Broadway. Well, yeah. She which, is stupid. Yeah. So... We'll, we'll talk about that. But Rachel does bring up, but these kids. But the kids. Yeah. And Mercedes, like, comforts her being like, our gifts are like our good friends. Like, Yeah, we don't need real friends. We have our talents. We have our talents to do that, and we can rely on them. And she's like, you need some old school inspiration, which translates into um, former Glee members yes. just performing in their high school auditorium. Yep. Um, and it's Mercedes with Britanna and Rachel behind her as um, backup dancers. Yes. Singing Baby It's You. Yep. Everyone's wearing pink, pink sequin dresses. Very Motown inspired. Yep. We stand. They all have, like updos. Yeah. It is boring again. Right. Though, like, Very long. Near the end, I was just like, I'm fucking bored. Like, I'm, yeah. I was bored. <laughs> yes. The, there wasn't a lot of backup dancing. Nope. And Rachel looked wooden. Yes. And like, during the whole number, I was like, Rachel on Broadway, like she's, every time she does choreography, I'm like, that's Rachel. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is maybe a testament to Leah Michelle's acting talent. Sure. But like, Rachel, the character is not a good, as good as Leah Michelle, the actress. Right. No, I, I, at, that's at been the, established. Her show was a flop because she's yes. not a good personality. Like, <laughs> anyway, so... It's just like, yeah. I don't know, this whole, like, oh, Rachel belongs on Broadway. Like, I get she can sing. She's a great singer. But, like, she's not the best performer. And like, she's not a hard worker, apparently, because she no. was, like, throw it away because she thought TV would be easier or make more money. <laughs> like, Or, yeah, it was, like, a money motivation or, like, she was depressed when she was doing Broadway. Because yeah. if that's what was illustrated by the, like, multitude We're, of Rachels in that one yes. number where there were just, like, a bunch of ghost Rachels. Yeah. So, and, anyway, yeah, so the number ends and then Rachel reasserts her dream but says that she, quote, just can't. Well, yeah. Her... <laughs> 
her and Mercedes have like the weirdest hug. It's yep. like a good game, bro. Yep. <laughs> After they sing the number, and then yeah, Rachel just can't. I just can't. Can't. I just can't. Um, and then we cut to commercial. Yeah. Cool. Um, Brittany in the next scene wants to hire Artie for free. Yeah. Do, so hire is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. To be their wedding planner. Yes. Um. And Art, because she's like, you haven't had anything to do this year, and you're a director. Yeah. And Artie's just like. Yes, you have a point. Yes. Like, what? Is he going to school anymore? Does he live in New York? Does he live in Lima? It is not explained. No. Uh, and um, Brittany just starts going through this list of, like, ideas about the wedding, yes. what the wedding could be about. And um, she says a bunch of things that already seems disinterested in. And then she says heaven. Right. And he's like, oh, now that sounds interesting. Yes. And I'm just like, is... Is it? Is it? Like... This sort of implies to me that I know these characters are like sort of on their deathbed. Like the right. show's going to be over soon. It's like, why am I thinking about? I, I don't know. It's just heaven, it's, like death. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what it makes me think about is death. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what ends up happening? They cut to a musical number in a dreamscape. It's <laughs> wishing and hoping. Yes. And they have full angelic outfits. Everyone and, yeah. wears furry. Yeah, furry wings. Furry wings. Um, Brittany is the lead, and then Artie joins in. Artie is here. He can dance. Yeah, he can walk and dance. Yeah. He gets it's, out, out yeah. of his it's chair It's an excuse for Kevin McHale to dance. Which, like, I always hate it when they do this. It's yeah. fucking straight-up ableist to even have Kevin McHale cast as Artie in the fucking first place. We've discussed it on end, of course. It yeah. deserves well, to be discussed. And it's just some bullshit to be like, oh, by the way, in this magical dream sequence, he's not confused to yes. his chair anymore and it's like okay yeah this sort of sucks that it's <laughs> well the problem is at this point they're six pra- years in yeah. like they <laughs> they wrote this hit this problem for themselves back in 2009 and there's i mean i don't know what you do like you, you want to know what you do you don't do this in the, the fucking show. first place yeah. you end the, you end the bad decisions before they even start yes like you hi- so, you hire an actor who yeah. is in a chair like yeah. it's not hard yeah so anyway we're in this musical number um blaine is also here to sing but <laughs> yeah. then there are like There's... random women who are just here <laughs> like the they don't bring in they don't bring in other glee people no no just random women random women in, with veils in, in with veils and big white dresses and Brit- wings yeah Brittany looks like a pinterest bride like sure. very boho i guess and <laughs> sure. like the, the, we also see um her cat yes with wing Thor Tubington has a pair of his own wings he's on a fancy couch yes and at the end of the song he has a big oversized can of tuna in yes. front of him that he is eating yes it's um, perfect it is great um and we come out of the dream sequence um to have uh Brittany be like oh I don't know if heaven's really right and Artie's like well that's how what I'm envisioning for your wedding and Brittany says well don't uh, don't get stuck on it because an underworld wedding would be great. Yes. And I agree. I think an underworld Britannia wedding would be amazing because they'd both wear leather hot pants and yeah. I'm not mad at that. Sure. Yeah. So we'll we'll be wrapping back to this. But in the meantime, um, Mercedes recruits the Glee boys to help Rachel, quote, get her groove back. That doesn't, yeah. That's not a quote from the show. That's a Sam quote because yeah. like... Rachel needs to be inspired to go to Broadway or something. She needs to be made homesick for New York. Right. She needs to be made homesick. Okay. And then someone's like, isn't she home? And then they're, and then Mercedes is like, no, homesick for New York. It's where she really it's belongs. It's where she really belongs because she belongs on Broadway. Yeah. Okay, whatever. 
Um, then we go to Santana and Brittany doing their wedding invitations on Brittany's bedroom floor. Yep. And Santana reminisces about playing wedding with her abuela yeah. and how well, heteronormative that was <laughs> and how like her, her grandmother was like, oh, which man are you going to marry this week or, or something yeah. like that? And yeah. like they're talking about inviting abuela to the wedding and Brittany right. really thinks that they should. They should and that she should be there because like she's important to Santana. And uh, Santana's like, oh, I just know that isn't going to happen. Like, right. my abuela's not going to change her mind. Yep. And then we flash to Brittany impersonating a nurse. Yes. Um, on abuela's doorstep. Yes. Um, telling her that the agency sent her and yep. that she needs to come in and set up, which yep. she does do. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Um, she also calls her abuela lopez which is a weird thing to say to Gra- anyone hello grandmother lopez <laughs> yes i'm from the agency <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to come in now um we cut to them uh sitting at a table they Brittany chat about also, stool like oh. tells her like she okay she goes in and out of like english and spanish right. a lot this episode well, yeah um and she tells her she, she tells grew her up she, in puerto rico yeah, grew up in puerto rico and like yeah. learned certain um ideas about li- life and um, then they sit on the couch, eat and, candy, and watch telenovelas together. Yes. Um, and uh, Abuela, uh, whose name is Alma, we think, because of, it's like, she tells a story for, and, like, calls right. herself Alma, um, which is the same name that this actress has in Jane the Virgin, where right. she also plays a grandmother. Right. Sure. Um, and she sees Brittany's engagement ring and yep. sort of gushes over it and is like, oh, who are you marrying? And yes. is he a nice man? Brittany's like, well, I did pop a hip once, if you know what I mean. Which is like, <laughs> such a, this is such a weird thing. I that mean, has I love that Brittany sort of like, was like, I'm I, talking about her lesbian sex life yes. with, um, the homophobic grandmother, grandmother yeah. of her, um, girlfriend. I love that. That's hilarious. Fiance. But yeah. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, she kind of interrogates her a little bit. Brittany kind of plays it off. And then we get introed to poor, <laughs> sorry, queso por dos. Yes, because um, Brittany asks if she wants to go out for dinner for fondue. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we see, we hear the queso por dos um, theme, song. theme song, which yes. is fondue for two, but in Spanish. That's yes. the only difference. Uh, it's the same visuals too, with Brittany and, in like the furry wolf hat, like yep. kicking the screen and playing the drums. It's all the same, and it's amazing, of course. Yep. Um, and we go to Brittany's bedroom for queso posto, por dos, where um, Brittany it thanks abuela for taking three buses <laughs> to yes. get here yep. um and then tells us a fun fact about eleanor roosevelt being a lesbian yes or a bi icon who's sure. to say yeah um and then she asks abuela like oh what would you do if i eloped with my husband it'd be or- no, no no well she she so she asks uh, abuela lopez yeah. about her love life um and uh uh, abuela tells us that she married a man hector lopez See, she well she Brittany calls him senior lopez right well but yeah so she married hector lopez yep. and then he got drafted and went to vietnam yep. and then she met the love of her life pedro lopez pedro lopez <laughs> yes so. um and Brittany's just like huh speaking of american history after the yes, vietnam and, thing yep. is, that's when she says the eleanor roosevelt fact yep um 
And that's when Abuela calls herself Alma as well. Sure. Is in that little story. Um, okay, sure. And that's when Brittany's like, what if I just eloped? Yes. And Abuela gets very firm and is like, no, I would kill you if you did that well, because weddings are for other people to celebrate love. Yeah, and then this is where we find out this has all been a framing device for Santana to like yeah. feel guilty about because this. Because Santana is watching Queso Perdos yes. on a laptop. Yes, in like a point. coffee shop. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and then Santana, uh, I guess, feels guilty. That seems to be the emotion. Sure. I mean, is it the emotion? I don't know. Feels manipulated, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So because then, this is, like, completely wild. Yes. Brittany is committing a crime by impersonating a nurse. Yeah. Um, and, but I am standing for Queso Prados, obviously. Yeah. Um, we find out soon enough that it's going to... It's um, being picked up it's by being Univision. It's being picked up by Univision, which like, yes, bitch, we yes. support you. Yes. Um, I'm so glad she has something else to do other than be poked and prodded by MIT scientists. And also impersonate nurses. Anyway, so we move to uh, Mercedes giving Rachel a Statue of Liberty model um, just yeah. to hold. It's like a little Oscar. That's fun. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then Blaine and all of the rest of the Glee guys sing Arthur's theme in parentheses best that you can do yeah i just put blaine's piano number in my sure. notes because that's what it is they all wear tuxedos yeah they're all in top, top hats, hats. yeah and the only thing that like brought a little bit of joy into my heart when i was watching this was the idea of jane in a tuxedo right um but the actual number itself is just sort of horrible like it was boring and well and it's all dudes it's, it's all yeah. dudes and it's like the dudes that I'm more interested in hearing from, like Roderick and Spencer, do sing, but like it's not yeah. a lot. Yeah. And like I just don't care anymore. And like you they haven't even twisted the story to make this make sense. Like Blaine is just here. Well, Mercedes when she recruited them did indicate that she yeah, asked that she had asked Blaine. Blaine and didn't want Kurt to be upset. Right. The blocking for this number is weird as fuck. They're all like corrugated around like a bench and then they like move to like front stage just like standing there to sing and then Blaine's at the piano and then they all go around the piano yeah and it's just like what is this is this supposed to make Rachel reminiscent of New York was New York full of like men in tuxedos like I don't remember that being the case like I I mean yeah and it's stupid yeah at the end of it Rachel tells them all that she's still not ready and Mercedes says well I'm gonna be here until you are Sure. sure um so we see Brittany in McKinley's hallways Meeting her Latinx fans. Yep. Uh, and she's signing autographs. Yep. And yeah. And she's that's very why, popular. That's why she's at McKinley. And then yes. Santana's here at McKinley also. Well, she's here to confront Brittany. <laughs> Asking, she's like, What are you doing, Brittany? And Brittany's like, I'm meeting my Latinx fans. Because Queso Portos got picked up by Univision. Yes. So. For two more seasons. Fuck yes. yes. Um, and it's just like, why are they both here? Can't well, they meet at like a third location? Like No. Because no, they have, have to, to meet at Brittany's house or at the high school where they don't go or have jobs. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, they have to talk about the Abuela elephant in the room. They um, do. Which Santana's like, what you did was not cool. And then Brittany is like, well, but we need to reach out because we can educate her. Like, that's kind of our job as queer, young, hot people is we need to educate the old, shitty people to be better. Yeah, I mean, okay. And then they establish they love each other. Santana's like, sure, we'll give it that a try. the end of every Britannia scene in this episode yes. is them confirming their love for each other, which yes. is nice. They kiss a lot. It's yeah. nice. Um, and we see Sam singing As They Long To Be. It's They Long To Be, in parentheses, close to you. Okay. 
Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we see Sam doing a rendition of that, which is originally a Carpenter song that is much better than this cover. Yeah. Um, it's just Sam like open strumming on a guitar, yeah, and, like uh, just an acoustic guitar. That's it, and it so sort of sounds like an eighth grader at their talent show, <laughs> and it's just not very good. And ouch. We also get a clip. We, while, he's spying on Mercedes yes. while he's singing it because he's stand. Okay, he's standing on the back of a football player. Yes. Who is. Like, on all fours in, like, a flower, like, planter. Yes. So that he can look into, the, like, the windows into the up top. Room. The ones where they snuck in to have their yeah. threesome. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So True. Anyway, yeah. So he... Uh, then we... we then, then we move to the auditorium. Where he's on a bench to together. He, yeah. He's singing to Mercedes. Yes. Um, and... The song ends, and Mercedes is like, oh, it's a weird song to do. It's pretty romantic. And Sam's like, well, of course it's romantic. I'm still in love with you. And yes. then Mercedes friend zones him yes. um, completely. <laughs> she even makes it sound like it's a perk that they're in the friend zone yeah. at one point. She's like, that's how we know that we're in the friend zone. And I was like, that's not how that... <laughs> Yeah. That's not how you use that. It's like she's just like I think we love each other a lot better as friends, and, and yes. she, she just keeps saying stuff like that. Like, okay, I get it. And she um, also gives him her blessing to date Rachel. Yeah, just like she did for Rachel. She's like, just date or just, whatever. Just yeah, just Mostly, phone it out. It please. seems that she wants to um, get Sam's attention away from her dating love yeah. life, so that she can keep pursuing Tank. The Christian rock star. Yes, who's who, also waiting for marriage. Yeah. They have a lot in common. Because he's abstaining, I guess he's perfect for her. Whatever. Well, he's also, quote, bigger yeah, than Sam. Sam. <laughs> okay. First, Mercedes admits that she is a little jealous. And Sam's yes. like, Haha, that's the only thing I wanted. I'm a little punk and I fucking suck and my hair is ugly. And, <laughs> and then, he's, then he asks, is he... Is he finger quotes bigger than me? And Sam does the finger quotes like and like so what we paused it and we're like he's talking about his dick right that's what that is the implication of air quotes yes is that he's talking about his dick but I guess he's talking about his butt yes because the university is like well his nickname is Tank which for one makes what what does that have to do with it? okay and then and then he's like so he's got a really big booty bigger than your white boy booty and it's like what so we're talking about butts this whole time like i, I don't know I, bigger than me like what is even that question i mean maybe it's from when they were dating maybe they had secret conversations about butts and Sam why didn't we see that on screen i I'm, wish that's like fucking a plus yeah. television right there <laughs> anyway okay, so rachel is freaking out in the choir room yes uh, in the next scene she needs mercedes to watch the kids while yes. she goes to new york and Mercedes is like, isn't that why you have Kurt here? And Rachel's like, oh, well, Kurt does Kurt's much good. Kurt's Kurt, good at collaboration. Kurt does a lot better when he's collaborating, which, like, that sucks. <laughs> Rachel, it's so good, though. Rachel's so mean to him. Um, even, like, behind his back, too. It's fucking stupid. Um, she's going to New York for the audition. She just, like, slides a... Yeah, like slides a, a plane ticket over to <laughs> over show to Mercedes. Mercedes. And Mercedes is like, you're going. And then Rachel has a panic attack about failure. And yes. like cries and is like, I can't fail again. Yeah. And, and she walks through the absurdity of what the plot has been for the past yes. four seasons. And then Mercedes tells her to embrace failure. because Yeah. She's like, we're all going to fail. I'm failing. You should fail, too. <laughs> sure. Failing is what the cool kids do now. And um, then she's like, there's only two things you need to remember. And 
Oops, I dropped a pen. Pick it up. Yeah. She tells Rachel that there's only two things she needs to remember. What her name is. And, and the lyrics and, to her song, I guess. And so Rachel says, my name is Rachel Berry, and I'll be singing Promises, Promises by Burt Bacharach. And then she immediately starts singing Promises, Promises by Burt Bacharach. Yeah, and we see her at the airport. There's like a whole journey montage as she's yeah. going to New York. Um, and then we see her audition. Yeah, well, the she, song ends with her yeah. on stage yes. singing to like a table of producers or something. Yeah. Um, um, she built out some good last notes there. Yeah. And then it's they like applaud. The exact same theater where she did her first Broadway <laughs> audition. Yep. If you recall, it's when she sang Don't Stop Believing that time. Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. It's like all bad, y'all. I mean, yeah. it, the song is fine. And like Rachel does scream the last few notes. Yeah. Like it's definitely loud. I, is that like a, a good thing? I mean, it's different-ish. It's... I'm... <laughs> The other songs haven't had any screaming. Anyway. I mean, yeah, I think this is the best song in the episode so far. If you're not counting the Queso Por Dos theme song. <laughs> theme song, which you shouldn't. Cause, uh, I mean, you should. It's a great rendition of the original number. Okay. Britney's silk kimono in the next scene is really the standout player for this entire <laughs> sure. sequence. Um, she comes into the auditorium with a boiler because yep. I guess she's continuing to impersonate a nurse and just take a boiler wherever. Or they're just friends now. Sure. Yeah. Um. And she they watch telenovelas together. Sure. And she because Brittany's lying to her. Yep. Um. And she takes her into the seats where they sit down and watch Santana sing. Alfie. Alfie. Yep. Um. The song. I think this is actually the best number of the episode. It's really Spoiler good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm gonna choose the one where Santana sings the most. That's fair. Um. Yeah, and she's got, like, the stunning red gown, and yeah. then we, like, the curtain goes up, and we see the new directions kind of, like, And it's like, all, also, Blaine is still here, yes. and, but Brittany, Jane is in a suit this time, yeah, so. Yeah, Brittany ends up going back there, too. It's all good. It's um, like, all the older new directions, are they're all still here. Right. Um, For some reason, Dalton isn't, like... Upset that upset. Blaine is just, like, hanging out uh, at, at McKinley. McKinley all the time, yeah. Um, and... <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Like, there's no story reason for any of these characters to be in these same spaces anymore. Except for Mercedes, I guess, because they invited her here specifically. Sure. And Brittany can move space and time. So that's why Britanna are here. And Sam works at the school. Okay. Rachel and Kurt both technically work at the school. (laughs) Santana has no reason to be here. That's the real thing. Like... (laughs) I mean, it's because her abuela's here. They set this up so that way the abuela... Yeah. That she anyway. Sing, so that she can yeah. sing for abuela. Yeah. Um, and the song happens. Abuela does seem like emotional sure. um, about it. And they come together to talk. And the first thing that Santana says to her is, oh, you look good. Have you lost weight? Which, Which is like... We didn't, ta- we didn't talk about this, though, because um, apparently Santana, when they were talking about inviting Abuela to the wedding, mm-hmm. mentioned that apparently on Facebook, Abuela had been going on and on about her divertic- diverticulitis. Yeah. Which I don't... Trying to drum up sympathy on Facebook is yes. the phrase that the right. show uses. Which is Which like, is the phrase that Santana uses specifically. It's yeah. clear that Santana... But like, so then when she says this, the Abuela's like, diverticulitis? Which, assume it, like, Brittany had tells us like Brittany plays up the fact that she's sick a little bit more which is why she played as a nurse like when she yeah I mean um it's just like a gross thing to like talk about someone's body the first thing that you say to them yeah um especially a family member like I'm just not it's just gross which I just wanted to point out that it left a gross taste in my mouth 
Um, she does say Santana does say some nice things to Abuela about how she'd really like her to be at her wedding and right. like celebrating well, her love. Well, but before that, we we do get the drop that yeah. Brittany is marrying Santana. Yeah, because which, Brittany comes and grabs her hand at yeah. the end and is like confirming their gayness. Right, which uh, upsets Abuela. Abuela. Yeah. yeah, Abuela is like you. You pretended to be a nurse and you came into my home and you dragged you, me out you here. You dragged me to see my grandchild sing beautifully. Yeah, That's which, like how it sort of sounds like it's gonna go. Right, except it does go sour. Well, um, not not immediately. Yeah, she she they give her. They they, they kind of make their case and Santana's like hey I want you to be there the wedding is for you more and than she it is also for me. affirms her love for Brittany right and how like pure and awesome it is or whatever yep and um, then Abuela refuses to come to the wedding because it's wrong yeah she's like you're a disappointment you're, girls well, marry boys well and there is <laughs> a bit the phrase. there is a bit where she's like you might you might be disappointed in me but you disappointed me first which is like fuck you which yeah. to the credit of the show Britney does. Britney says, yeah. fuck you. You're well, an old, uptight well, Brit- old bitch, and we're just waiting for you to die. <laughs> what Britney says is that she's like, there's this New York Times article that's about how generational turnover is why gay people are more accepted. Yes. So I can't wait for you to die and all your uptight bitch friends. And like, it's just like, damn, Brit. But yeah. Um, but I mean, she has a fucking point. Yeah. Um, and, then, and Abuela just like leaves. Well, no, Abuela is like, turns to Santana's like, you are going to let her talk to me like this? And Santana's like, if I have to choose between you and her, I pick her, bitch. Yeah, totally. Like, whatever. Santana says it nicer, which is funny because Santana generally doesn't say things nicer. But Brittany's here to do it. Um, To, 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 like, wish death upon her grandmother. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, so we go to Mercedes and Rachel talking about the audition in the teacher's lounge. Um, Mercedes is like, Broadway, Barry's back at it. You got back on that horse. Good job. And Rachel's just like, yeah, I felt amazing. I'm amazing. I'm in the best... Sure. Like, I'm place right now. Oh, I'm amazing. Yeah. And then Sam is like, oh, I'm confident in you too. Well, yeah. Okay. So first of all, we have to call out the performance that happens at the beginning of the scene mm-hmm. because Rachel and Mercedes are in the foreground talking and in the yeah. background between them, we can see Sam dump an entire container of sugar yeah. into his coffee. It's like at least like a, like a five second pour on that sugar yes. and he goes like up and down like... <laughs> he's making hot sugar sludge back there there's nothing else it's gross it's really gross (laughs) and um yeah so sam impresses to barry that rachel i mean that they have like fun together right it's fun when they work together and they have fun singing together and oh we have so much fun yeah um and they reaffirm their thursday breadsticks date yeah they're like let's actually try a date for realsies okay Sure. Um, So they need to go to the auditorium. That's what Mercedes Mercedes says when she fucks off earlier in the scene so that they can have a conversation. Yep. Um, And they all go to the auditorium. Well, yeah. So before we get there, um, we check in with Britanna, who is in the hallway. They're in the hallway at McKinley for some reason, talking about Abuela. They've been invited, obviously. Yeah. And Santana's wearing a blue leather jacket, which looks great. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they talk about the Abuela situation. They reaffirm their love for each other because that's very important. And they both are like, oh, she doesn't need to be at the wedding. Right. Because we love each other. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then they're they, like, we need to make sure we need to practice yeah, faking practice, surprise. <laughs> practice feigning surprise for the tone deaf losers. And they go like, ah. And yeah. then we go to the auditorium yes. where um, they both sit down in the audience and Artie comes out and opens up a bunch of series of speeches about family and found family. Yeah. Will is here. 
Yeah. All the characters give these like asinine speeches about family and who's going to get to sit at yes. um, the like family table for yeah, the wedding. Yeah, it's like Kurt and Mercedes and Plain. Let and us be in your wedding party. Yeah, okay. And Rachel, yeah. It's, this is stupid. Um, There's a tuba solo that <laughs> opens what the world needs now. Sure, yep. Didn't um, notice, but I'm sure you would. You you should have heard it. It was like the whole open, like opening I mean, of the... I, there, I, there's like a shot that's like above the tuba and it like swoops down across i was still writing notes about all of the speeches also my ears are acutely attuned to other instruments not tubas Uh, sure well the speeches are stupid right as i said before they're pretty asinine like i get it you're all a family or something but like none of these this doesn't mean anything to me like this is not meaningful character interaction i i i get it because it's like the grandmother rejected her again and so like like glee's response to that is almost always having a series of speeches on the auditorium (laughs) stage sure (laughs) but i'm not saying it's like a good storytelling device no i mean i like the idea of like you know you just had like we all because they were all there they all watched this terrible interaction with their grandmother happen and they're like well we are your grandmother now (laughs) get us more chairs at your table at your wedding please we flash to will's apartment yes where um oh well they're singing what the they're singing what the world needs now over this yes and we flash to will's apartment where there's like a party happening like a wedding party or something sure um and will has the baby on his shoulder he opens the door to Britannia, they come in. We see um, Emma standing well, towards the wall. We see a woman we in see, an orange we wig. See, <laughs> we see an orange wig woman standing t- towards the wall. And then we see that everyone is here. Um, yes. And Blaine's not here yet. I guess that's sort of notable. Sure. Um, but all the characters, Sam does have darker hair. Yep. Like seemingly every scene in yep. this it just um, gets darker. episode. It just gets darker. It's sort of weird. Um, and. Uh, then Emma, not Emma, walks across the screen. We did have to like it's, it's go very shot quick. by shot. Yes, like be like, that's not that's not her. Like, yes, it's it's not um, um in the out of focus. Yes. like front of shot, um, obscuring. Yep. It, it, there's no Dave at the party. Right. Kurt lets in Blaine, who is yes. alone. Yeah. Um, there's like a moment where Kurt like go like looks at him well, the yeah, hallway, but, like who who oh yeah. guess he's not here. Also, they hug when he gets there, so yeah. they're on the mend. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, my God. The Emma thing is just so egregious, though. Yeah, because there's, they, like, a lot of hugging. There's another, like, back of Emma shot with Brittany yes. showing her her ring. Yeah, where we only see the back of Emma's head, which I get it. Like, you want to establish that Will didn't kill her and yeah, leave her body in a ditch Ma- somewhere. Is, like Her name is, what, what, like, Gemma Mays or something? Yeah, something like that. You, like, just don't have... Her yeah, she's, she's she was too busy, busy doing something else. Filming Paul Blart Mall Cop Three, <laughs> where she gets back together with Paul Blart. That movie does not exist, thank God. Yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so the episode's over now. Um, yeah, that's where the episode ends. We do see Rachel and Sam talking on the couch a little bit because I guess they're a couple now. They're a couple now. They're together. Okay, like fine. They also they also have a little moment where Artie gives Kitty a piece of pie and then they clink their pie plates. But I don't think they're getting back together because she's not sitting on his lap the way Rachel's sitting on Sam's lap. Great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I uh, definitely prefer the idea that Rachel's endgame is with no one or Jesse St. James. Those are the two characters I would support. I mean, we all know that Sam is unwilling to leave Lima because he has a weird, strange connection to the place, even though it seems to make him 
less mentally stable every time we see him there. Yeah, I mean, but, he's less men- mentally stable, but he does have a job. And which, Sue's there to tell him what to do. Yeah, um, so maybe he's fulfilled. Yeah, but I, my assumption is we're going to have like a date or two, and then Rachel will go back to Broadway, and then yeah. Sam and her will break up because... She's going to be in Broadway. Think, I just think that, like, Rachel and Jesse St. James are endgame and that I they mean, have been. The thing is, you know that they are. I don't know. Okay. Sure. How, how would I know? I don't know. I figured you'd look it up the way, like, Santitany worked out. Santitany? You can leave. This is, we're finished. <laughs> the podcast is done. Um, It's not done quite yet. We do have to, I know it's been a while, but we do have some business the, to take care of. It, what, what the, the podcast needs, needs is, is some business. business. It's the podcast business. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. And that's every number from the episode. Okay, Um. so as, as we do... We gotta kind of ease back into it. I love those slow power ballads to put you right to sleep. Uh, We need to do the gold stars first. Um, Sam, who's your gold star? I mean, it's Brittany. Brittany is the best character in the episode. I would I would agree that it's Brittany. Um, I'm actually splitting mine for um, Britanna, of course. Yeah, I mean, my issue was just that I didn't feel Santana did all that much this episode um she does wear a lot of great outfits and she true. does kiss britney a lot and yeah I and did she get, says she loves her a lot yeah, too yeah i got to like look at naya rivera's glossy lips that's fair moving and i was just like yeah this is the good part of glee i mean i just i felt like this was a very britney episode it this is episode a very britney episode britney, she does commit so. a crime we, we, we find stand. out her we find out her father is actually Stephen Hawking. Yeah, or she's a fucking alien and has been this entire time. Yeah. So, anyway, um, let's move to the next piece. The best number. I'll run through them, even though none of them really are going to make it, but... You're going to have to, uh, I might interrupt you so I can be like, wait, that song is what? Because, you know, like these names are fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, I'll Never Fall in Love Again. The Rachel and um, Sam duet. Rachel and Sam, yep. And then... Let's see. You were criticizing me for mouth sounds at the beginning of the episode. Baby, it's you. Which was the Baby, Mercedes. It's you. Rachel. That's what and it is. Britanna. Yep. yep. Uh, Motown esque number. Yes. Uh, wishing and hoping. The wishing angel. And hoping. Yeah. <laughs> and then Pinterest uh, Arthur's brides. theme. Best that you can do with all the Glee boys. Yeah. Uh, they long to be close to you. The singular guitar Sam 8th yeah, grade number. Yeah, really bad. Yep. Uh, Alfie, the oh, Santana solo. Yeah. And then What the World Needs Now, the last number. It's, mine's gonna be Alfie yeah. from Santana. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, Santana looks amazing. Love yep. it when she gets to sing. Um, and she doesn't really do much choreography, which I think is to the benefit of the show. Like, sure. they just have these characters, like, stand on the stage, um, I guess, for... I don't know. They don't do much dancing at all. Right. Brittany took off the silk kimono to like do no dancing. Right. Well, it's just because it didn't stand match. on the stage. She wearing was wearing black. black. Yeah. Um, yeah. I originally was going to pick what the world needs now, but I think Alfie is actually better. Um, mostly because they're all the same. The whole range of numbers is just the same. So you mm-hmm. just pick whichever one you liked looking at the most, which <laughs> yeah. Santana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, 
then, overall, this the numbers in this episode are boring as fuck. Yeah. They're bad. So, so on that note, let's move to the last piece, the slushy rating. Yeah. I'll, I'll remind you and our listeners, it's been a while, um, we do it out of five slushies, even though no one gets slushied anymore, and the more slushies, the worse the episode was. So, how many slushies are we throwing at this episode? Four. Yeah, I went three and a half, just because I do like Brittany. Yeah. And... I mean, Brittany's the best part of the episode, but, like, yeah. overall, it's a chore to watch. That's, yeah. It's I, not good. No, it's not good. I mean, the thing about it is it's not the worst Glee episode. No. It's just... Boring. ...the elevator music of yeah. Glee, where you're like... And there's a lot of numbers. Yes. And, like, to the to the detriment of the story. <laughs> right. Yeah, they just have... They, like, Chris made the point when we were watching it this afternoon, like, oh, here's another number, because they don't have any story to tell. Right. Like, Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what's happening. It's yeah. just bad. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's this episode of Glee. It's not great, but we still have, like, seven more. Yeah, so. we pledged to finish. Yes. Um, we uh, have sh- shut down some ancillary parts of this project. Yes. Um, our Patreon page is now down. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have donated the rest of the patreon support um to the trans law center yep um we are just sort of slogging through the last few episodes of this show yep uh and we appreciate your support along the yeah. way and yeah i mean um for everyone who's still here thank you um and for those of you who didn't notice a gap you're welcome i guess yeah um thank you very much for all of the support that we have seen it is really nice um to have um yeah yeah yep um and we'll still like we said we're gonna do it it's 2020 gotta finish it we're gonna finish the show yes um it's really bad so we're having a hard time doing it because like we don't want to watch or talk about it it's bad right which i think just like to pull back the curtain a little bit where we ended last was hard it was we were all in a bad place so yeah we just it's gonna be good we're gonna finish it i mean by it, I mean our show. Our show's going to be good. Yeah. Glee's going to be terrible, but we're yeah. going to slug through and finish it off and it'll be done. And that's the plan. Yeah. So. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I want to know what happens. Me too. I need to know if Jesse St. James is actual Endgame. I have to... Like, Jesse St. James has to be Endgame. But he hasn't even been in the show. Okay. Okay. So here's what I think is going to happen, right? I think Clayne are going to get married. Sure. Rachel's gonna get inseminated by one of them. Not Ugh. like wait, what? <laughs> not like sex, but like she's gonna have their baby. I thought Quinn was gonna have their baby. Well, where's Quinn? That's a good, that's a good point. Where's Puck? They, uh, he's they, in the army, but he quit no, the not. army for Quinn or something. Oh, did he? I think we. Our think our, I think our theory was that he wasn't actually in he's the not, army. Yeah, he's not he's in pretending the Air Force. to be in the he's army. Pre- he's pretending to be in the Air Force and to impress Quinn specifically. Yes, I think that is like legit for real. Um, because whoop, they wouldn't let him have that haircut. Right. I stand by that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we'll we have we have like I said we have about seven more episodes yeah. to figure it out, but. Well, yeah. obviously, Britannia's going to get married. I right. think Kurt and Blaine are definitely going to get back together. Um and. My eyes just rolled out of my head. Yeah, I saw them. And they should because... No, they shouldn't. But No, like your eyeballs should roll out of your head because like... It doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, what do you think like this, like Sue as a stan is supposed to convey to the audience? Is it supposed to convey like that this 
that Clayne was a toxic relationship and like parodying the people who like like the I, like them. I, I mean, you mean like a Moffat like Sherlock situation? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like they just realized someone was like, no, we wanted to have them together. And yeah. they were like, well, there's no conceivable way to get these characters back together at this point besides literally deus ex machina-ing it out of, like, nowhere where, like, suddenly someone else because is invested. we're, le- like, the... Let's, let's talk about how, like, Dave wasn't there at the end of the episode. Right. And that's, like, pointedly yes. there. Yeah, because Kurt looks for him and he's not there and then he's happy about it. Is he happy about it? Yes. And how are we as the audience supposed to feel? Because he smiles. <laughs> You're right. He does smile. Yeah. But I, I just, I mean, they got coerced into getting back together, which seems about as healthy as any other time. Any other together. part of their relationship. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Man, their relationship is so fucking toxic. <laughs> like, it's not great. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for watching this episode with me. We'll be back um, next week. Yes. Hopefully to continue on through. No, hopefully. We're going to be back next week. Yeah. And we're going to finish off the season. If so. you have anything you want to share with us, um, you can hit up our email at snmhakely at gmail.com. Yep. Or tweet us at snmhakely yep. um, on Twitter. And that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with Season 6, Episode 7, Transitioning. Definitely not going to stick any feet in our mouths next <laughs> week, Lee, are we? Um, anyway, we'll be back. Uh, until then, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Lee. From the top. <laughs> Ha ha ha!